0: Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. Thank you guys for joining. This is a whole new segment that I'm bringing to you guys, and it is going to be called What's Your Story? And it'll be based on questions that I'm going to be asking you guys on Instagram. So if you guys are not following me on Instagram yet, go ahead and give me a follow at Tell Me About It underscore podcast so you can stay up to date to all the new questions that are going to be coming out every single week. And I'm very excited for you guys to join. Hey guys, welcome to my new segment, What's Your Story? This is something I've been so excited to do for a while now. And I did ask a question on Instagram last week, and that question was What was your best or worst dating experience? And I got so many good answers. You know what's sad, though, is that most of them were horrible (laughs) ones, like, horrible experiences, that there was only, like, one good one, and that just kind of puts things in, like, perspective for me as far as, like, dating. I don't honestly think about dating anytime soon, and if anything, reading all these stories just furthered out the idea of even wanting to date just because if that's how the dating game is right now, I don't want it. (laughs) I'm so good right now. I have like peace and I'm like, I don't want none of that drama or none of that anxiety of dating. I haven't been on a first date in over a decade. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I've been on dates with my ex-husband like while we were together we went on dates but like a first date or meeting someone new that's been over 13 years so i know it's a long time i know things changed from then to now i mean when i was dating my ex-husband i didn't even have a cell phone i would use like the house phone still and I think it was until later in the relationship when I did get a phone. And back in the day, there wasn't really, like, unlimited plans or anything like that. So everything cost you. You really, like, were conscious of what you were spending your money on as far as, like, how many text messages you wanted to send that day, how many minutes you were using on your phone. So... The dating world was absolutely different back then than it is now and just reading some of the stories, I saw so many different sides of it. Some people are just very pushy and forward and It just freaked me out, but I'm going to get started with the first story. But before I get started with them, I just wanted to remind you guys, everything is going to be completely, completely anonymous. I'm not saying shit (laughs) about who sent these stories in, just because it's easier for me, honestly, even though some people did say like I could share their names and stuff i just just to be like on the safe side and just to make it easier for me truthfully it's mainly that because i don't have to worry about who said i can who said i can't and it just makes it just easier for me so everything is going to be completely completely anonymous my lips are sealed i will not disclose who sent any of these messages so let's get started with the first one now Uh, This one says, so I was dating a guy who didn't tell me he had kids and tell me why we were having a picnic one day and his baby mama comes out of nowhere and starts yelling at me saying all this stuff and mind you, I had no idea at the time and she's yelling at me while this fool has a whole ass family with two kids, and literally, I'm just sitting there like, should I laugh or question mark, question mark, was I getting pranked? (laughs) This is so messed up. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just, it just reminds me of a situation that I was involved in that was very similar to this, except I actually got my hair pulled by a girl. (laughs) It led to something way more than this. I'm so happy that nothing like actually physically happened to you like you weren't hurt but it's so humiliating it's such a like embarrassing situation to be in because you got blindsided like you had no idea obviously you know and it's just so unfair like to be put in situations like that because you innocently go on these dates thinking like you're just meeting this guy and You want to get to know him and spend time with them. So it's definitely like an unfortunate situation. And you guys, don't lie if you have children. Just be truthful. If the person you're going to go on a date with doesn't approve that you have kids or you think that they're going to not want to be with you because you have kids then honestly it's not the person for you and you're just gonna save your time dealing with someone who is not as open-minded as someone else is So, just be truthful from the get-go. I think it starts off the relationship on a bad note. I mean, who knows? Maybe this guy in the story, his intention was only one thing and one thing only. Or maybe he was trying to get to know the person that sent the story in. But let's, let's break it down to the two options, right? If he was truthfully going on a date with you to get to know you because he really liked you and all that stuff... Did he really think that the relationship was going to start off on a good note by not telling you that he has a baby mama, a crazy baby mama, and children? I'm sure that if you would have known that he had children and has a baby mama, obviously you would have done more of, like, you know, a research or or waited a bit more time to truthfully find out that this relationship is over and you're just getting to know a guy that, you know, is a father and, like, it's not a big deal. But if he was only out to seek one thing from you so that he didn't really care to lie about having kids or not, I mean, he still lucked out anyways because look at the situation that it happened in. So make sure you're getting to know these people before you guys go out on these dates. I mean, I know it sucks that not everybody is truthful and you're only... And you have to go off based on what people tell you. But if you have any sense in you that like something's off. Follow your instinct. Most of the times, I'm sure there's something there that's off. And again, maybe I should be the least one speaking about that because I haven't gone on a date in so long. But that's just my like, you know, point of view, my perspective, my unsolicited advice. So just be honest. There isn't anything wrong with wanting to date when you have children we all need to be like a little bit open-minded that you know sometimes shit happens and you end up not being with your partner anymore or the you know father or mother of your kids anymore but you you still deserve to date and you still deserve to go out but you have to be truthful from the get-go that's again my unsolicited advice so i did ask this person like what happened and she said She had no idea, and this girl, the baby mama, was calling her all these names and talking so much shit to her, and she walked away, which I think, honestly, that's, like, the best thing that you could have done because clearly it's not your fault. I know that everyone wants someone to blame when something's going wrong, like, in your relationship, but... Obviously, like you had no idea and this wasn't a situation that you had to be involved in. You did nothing wrong. There was information being withheld from you. And if she was this upset, maybe they weren't like separated. Maybe they were still together or she was just like a, you know, crazy ex girlfriend or whatever but I think that you did the best thing it's exactly what I would have done there would have been no point for you to have sat there and argued back or fought someone for a situation that you had nothing to do with and that you wanted nothing to do with in the situation that happened to me it was different in the sense that I didn't have a choice to walk away but what happened was that I was dating this guy it was this was like back when I was in high school. I was dating this guy who I really liked and he had asked me if I can go with him to his job to pick up his check and then we were gonna hang out afterwards and I said yes. So as we were driving out to his job, we hear this car like honking and people like yelling out the window. So we turn and we look and they're yelling at us and I'm like, what the heck? Like who did we do something wrong while we were driving? Like who are these people? So I turned to look at him, like, to see, like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? And his face was like if he had just seen a ghost. So instantly I was like, who is that? Like, obviously, by the look of his face, I knew that he knew who that was. So, I asked him, like, who is that? And he said, that's my ex-girlfriend. Like, she's crazy. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm about to get my ass beat because it's two girls and it's just me. I am not a fighter. (laughs) I will defend myself if I have to. But it's not, like, my natural instinct to be like, okay, yeah, let's throw it down. Like, I I don't do that. I don't like that. But it was just a very uncomfortable situation. I remember them throwing a drink out the window and it got into my hair a little bit because the window was like slightly down. So as we were like trying to lose them on the on the street, I call my sister and I tell her, hey, like there's this girl it's his ex-girlfriend she wants to kick my ass and it's two girls maybe there's more i can't see because the car's windows are tinted and i'm by myself he's gonna drive out to the house so just be outside we'll pull up at the park because back in the day we used to live in front of a park so I told her, like, be right there by the park, and I'm, I'm we're heading out that way. And they were, like, ready to go, and they were waiting for me to just, you know, get there. So as we keep driving, we truthfully thought that we lost them because there was a bunch of cars, it was a super busy street, and we couldn't see them anymore. So we're right there, stuck at a red light, and all of a sudden, I see a girl running towards the car. And obviously, I knew it was her because... What other crazy person (laughs) was going to run in the middle of this street with so many cars to do God knows what, you know? Clearly to kick my ass. And it all happened so fast, like just so quickly that I couldn't, I didn't even have time to lock the door or to get out or nothing. Like it just, everything happened so quickly. So as she approaches the car, she opens the door immediately and she starts pulling my hair. And I couldn't really much. she definitely had like an advantage because his car just happened to be the lowest car in the entire universe. (laughs) Like, like I'm surprised it even functioned correctly because it was so low on the ground and I'm like kind of tall. So even on a regular day, just getting in and out of that car was a mission. I felt like a giant every single time. I hated it. And I couldn't get myself up. So she's pulling my hair and he, like, to defend me, pushes her, like, really hard. And I think, like, the shock of, like, did you really just push me? Like, hit her really hard that she stopped, like, she let go of me. She stopped pulling my hair. And in that slight moment that she stood back, I, like, folded my knee as close as I could to me and I just kicked her so hard and I was wearing my Tim's that day so it was a very hard kick and That, like, kick was enough to, like, push her really back. And, like, the impact, I think, shocked her or something. And he reached over and closed the door. And the light had already been green. There was people honking around us. There was people watching. And when he closed the door, he just took off. So I was like, you know, take me home. Like, I want to go home now. I was so furious. In my mind, I was like, there is no way she's an ex-girlfriend like for her to be this livid i'm pretty sure you guys are probably still together and i had no freaking clue so they stopped like following us like that was it and i still went with him to his job to pick up his truck because he kept like insisting like to talk about it and he knew i was pissed and he didn't want me to like You know call everything off or whatever but i ended up doing so i don't play with that i'm not like one to want a toxic relationship where you know if there's another person involved like no thank you i just completely went my way after that and that was the end of that and honestly i never even actually like checked if they were broken up Or if they were still together, I truthfully didn't care. I just knew that for me, that relationship was over and I never asked. I just went my own way. It's unfortunate when you put people in situations that they're completely like blindsided by. Like this story with this person. I could just imagine you, it's a picnic. You think, oh my God, how cute, like how romantic. And you have those like first date jitters. You know, is it going good? Do I look good? Do I have something in my teeth? Does he like me? Am I saying the right thing? Like you get all those jitters and then you're kind of nervous but it's like a good nervous it's like that good adrenaline when you're like on your first dates and then for someone to completely just blindside you and just come and yell at you it just sucks but I'm happy that nothing happened to you physically because take it from me it's not cool (laughs) so I'll move on to the next story and this one was a good one. This was like the only good one that like gave me hope, <laughs> but it was just one out of many. So this one says he had everything planned from start to finish. Dinner was a surprise. He made reservations at a hilltop restaurant. He knew I'd die for scenery. and he booked a table with the city view and halfway through dinner there was fireworks. I was in complete heaven and ended the night at the movies. That shit sounds so magical. It sounds like a scene in a movie starring like Jennifer (laughs) Lopez or something like that is so magical. I am so happy that you had that experience, whether you're still in this relationship or not. I just feel like when a guy goes into details, it's like. Everything. I don't know how it is for men, but I know for most women, it's the details that like matter. That's what speaks like volumes to me. And I know a lot of women that are like that. And I also know a lot of people that have, like, the expensive taste, which honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. I totally encourage women, like, if that's what makes you happy, if that's, like, your love language, then you have to embrace it and don't settle for men that don't bring that to you. There's absolutely nothing wrong with loving like a lavish lifestyle or having like expensive taste. I know someone in particular who dates guys that have really great jobs or who are very successful and that's part of who that person is. And that's like one of the things on her checklist. And I think it's cool to know what you like and what you don't like. And it just makes it easier for you to find the person that you're looking for when you know what you want. I also know women that are more like adventure, like they love the adventure part. I know women that like more of like the conversations and like the experience and things like that. I fall under that category. For me, I don't really care where we go. It it doesn't have to be be expensive if it doesn't have to be nothing you know fancy could literally take me to a taqueria and like as long as the conversation is good and the vibe is good the energy is good like i'm super content i like fall under that category because i'm very simple but i love 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 when women are strong enough to say that it does matter to them and they take ownership of that and they seek that and they that's one of their standards and they set that as their goal so like in this case you stated that he knew you were a sucker for scenery so you made that known since the beginning and he went out of his way to show you that he's listening and gave you that experience so that's a way that you get what you want when you know what you want and you put it out there you say what it is that's a way of getting what you want I mean I know that doesn't always happen for everyone so again appreciate this date that you had whether you guys are still together or not because that is such a romantic day and such a magical experience that i'm sure you're gonna cherish forever you know one day you'll be like 80 years old and you'll still think of that date and i'm really really glad that you were able to experience that so i'm gonna jump into the next one this one says it was a simple meetup after getting my heart broken oh i'm sorry i ended up online dating we talked for a couple days and so we planned to meet at starbucks I pulled up and called him to see where he was, and he was like, I'm here in front of the door, and I couldn't see him. I asked what he was wearing, and well, he turned around on the phone, and I found him. His profile stated he was 5'10", so I was looking for someone that height, and he ended up being 5'6". The height wasn't the issue, the lie was, and yes, I did confront him about it. And I did message this person, and she did, in fact, confront him about the lie. I mean, come on, four inches is four inches, like, that's a pretty big difference in height, and... Again, why the lie? Why start off on a lie? If you're already dating online, you have already concerns about possibly being catfished or misled onto thinking that this person is some type of way and they end up being completely different, which I realize I just explained the definition of catfished. (laughs) So it's already like nerve-wracking as is. I know that happens a lot. It's very common. Even us women, we catfish all the time. We post selfies with filters. We know how to pose in a certain angle to make our bodies look better. So we catfish too, you know, we we create an illusion and misconstrue men all the time as well. So I know that could have been like frustrating for you to have been missing <laughs> those inches when you arrived. But Just, you know, sit back and think, like, was I also truthful with my parents from the get-go? And if you were, kudos for you because I think everybody does that. Everybody goes into this mentality of when you're gonna do like a first impression, you start to create this like person that truthfully isn't you 24-7. You pull out your best clothes, you do your best makeup, you do your best hairstyle. It's like in a job interview, you know, you add something on your resume that shouldn't be there. I feel like we all spruce things up when it's like your first time to meet someone and then you just hope that they just accept you for who you are And then you kind of break the ice and say, okay, here, I'm 5'6", not 5'10". I think we all go into this mentality where we do that so much, but it also can affect how you start off a relationship. And I'm not saying that it's wrong or right. I just think it could be very tricky and it could kind of backfire. It could be misleading. Like I said earlier, if the person doesn't want you for who you are and your true self, then honestly, fuck them. Like they don't deserve you. So honesty is always going to be your safest route. Like it's always going to be the best thing regardless, no matter what people say, no matter what scenario, no matter what story you want to say. No, but this one is different. No, honesty is always going to be your best bet. So I'll move on to another story. This one says, I met someone and talked for weeks. He asked to take me on a date and I accepted and we went to the movies. We went to an early showing so the night was still young. He asked what I wanted to do and I said, this is your town, you choose. It was a busy night out and he suggested to go back to his place. Hmm. (laughs) I said, "Uh, yeah, nice try. And he was like, no, I wouldn't dare to do anything. I was like, okay, well, don't make me not trust you. So I went over and they put an emoji covering the face And in parentheses, they wrote, he has Bible study every Sunday with his parents. So I thought nothing can go wrong. Parentheses. I told him I wasn't going to stay for long. We watched half of a movie. And so I was getting ready to head out. But he wanted to show me his place. So he gave me a tour. When I came back downstairs, I was putting my heels on. And he came from behind. Oh my God. And grabs me. He was hugging me tight and asked if I can stay the night. I said no and he kept insisting and said he wanted to cook me breakfast. I told him I was not a breakfast person. I grabbed my purse and I walked out. The way that my anxiety started like <laughs> getting so bad towards the end of that story. Honestly, that, that freaks me out so much because you just never know what what's going on in their mind and like what could happen next like if you offend them and they get pissed and they're like already you know so forward and so not scared to be like out there that's like very 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 scary situation to be in i would have immediately like ran (laughs) out of the house because that scares the crap out of me and she did say prior to me escaping him When he was hugging me, he kept asking if I could see myself there. And I was like, what the hell do you mean? And he's like, yeah, like, do you see yourself here with me, us living here? girl, my heart dropped and I was like, what the hell? (laughs) My heart dropped for you. I would have instantly panicked. I could be a very nervous person. My anxiety does this thing in my brain where I like worst case scenario always comes to my mind. And then there's other times where like shit can be happening and I'm so calm. I don't know. It's very weird, but that would have freaked me out. And There's so many stories that I hear, that I see, that are like that. And guys just come off very, very strong. And I know that there's women that are the same way and they just get casted as, like, the toxica or whatever. But when someone is already, like, invading you, like, that's definitely a red flag. That's like a run for the hills type of shit. Like, I know that we all like to sometimes ignore those red flags you're looking at the number one person who did that for so many years but i'm telling you like if there's one even a freaking yellow card (laughs) run book it leave it's not worth it it truthfully isn't that is some scary shit and yeah she this person never went on a date with this guy ever again because that is very 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 forward and just because he gave you the assumption that he's a good guy because he has bible study on sundays with his parents it doesn't always like matter what they tell you on the first dates because you have it's like an interview like I said it's half of it is bullshit and half of it it's true everyone is on their best behavior everyone is trying to show the best version of themselves which could be like that all the time and then there's people that obviously are not like that all the time so just be very cautious definitely in these situations actions speak volumes speak so much more than words so just pay attention to things and again this is unsolicited advice coming from someone who hasn't been on a date in over a decade <laughs> just just reminding you guys so you may or may not want to take my advice okay so here's another one i went out with this guy once and we went to a coffee shop he was asking the strangest questions i lost interest by the second sentence that came out of his mouth I was a good sport and hung around a bit longer. He walked me to my car and when he hugged me goodbye, he f- he flexed his pecs on me. LMFAO, I could not deal. It was the weirdest thing. Who freaking does that? Okay, I have <laughs> I have many things to talk about this story. First of all, coffee shops is this, like, a thing? I honestly think that's a good idea because if you just want to vibe out and see if this is a person that you actually want to take, like, on an official date, like, a restaurant where you're going to drop, like, you know, 60 to to $100, <laughs> if that's how much it costs, I don't even know. But it's, like, a good, like, screening place to go, you know? It's nothing... Nothing too formal, nothing too committing, just a very casual, like, let's grab a coffee and have a conversation. If the convo's good, let's go on an actual, actual date. So that was one observation that I had that I actually really, really liked second the fact that you were polite and respectful that even though this already was over and it wasn't going anywhere you were still kind enough to finish like the date and like just you know have a casual conversation with someone that you know you're not interested in like I think that's so kind of you and polite you obviously were raised right and have good manners and then the third and the obviously the big one he flexed his pegs on you while you guys were hugging guys if you guys have pecs we can see them we can see them since the moment that we saw you we probably saw the pecs before your face (laughs) so you don't need to flex them while you're hugging that's so uncomfortable that is so weird that would have easily like thrown me off too i would have been like um okay i honestly would have had such a nervous laugh that it probably would have offended the person but totally totally unnecessary i'm sure she saw your pegs dude like you didn't need to flex them at the end and with that i'm gonna jump into the last one okay so this one says i went on a date with the cop and went to his house and it was getting late so he armed his house so i can stay the night and we walked upstairs to his room and he had his gun on his nightstand Let me tell you guys, when I first read the story, I was like, what the hell? And I immediately messaged the person. And apparently, like, he joked around like that. Like, oh, you know, you're staying the night type of thing. So that's why, like, there was no, like, red flags for her. For me, when I first read it, I was like, I would have called 911. I wouldn't care if he's a cop. You call 911 on 911. Because that is freaky, like, just reading it like that not knowing any context of the story like that freaked me out I was like oh my god she's in danger but no apparently he kids around like that and the whole gun thing I think it's like a common thing where like if you're a gun owner or a police officer like you are around guns all the time that it's like normal for you to see a gun for someone like her who isn't you know used to that and like myself as well yeah, I would have freaked out. I would have been like, why the hell is there a gun? Like you immediately think like a horror movie, like when you're not around guns like that. But you know, for him, because he's single, and he doesn't have any children, and he lives alone, having a gun on the nightstand was like a completely normal thing for him. So that's why it was like that. And she did say that she had asked if he can put it away. And he was like, Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, like, I just get used to leaving it there. And she didn't end up staying the night she ended up going home and everything was like good they went on several dates after that and it just didn't work out but thankfully she's good and everything was good so yeah guys that was the end of this first segment that I'm starting and I would really appreciate you guys if you guys continue to send me your stories when I do post the question of the week So if you're not following me on Instagram, go and follow me so that you can stay up to date to all the questions that are going to be coming out. And I hope you guys enjoy. I hope everyone had a good weekend and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.